Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley B. I'm so excited you're here today. During our time together, we're gonna hear some incredible stories on how to find, keep, and share your wild confidence in Christ. So here's the deal. Today's guest is a real treat, and I can't wait for you to meet her. Um, Kaylee Dickerson is a touring wife and creative director to country music artist Russell Dickerson. However, to me, she is one of my BFFs, one of my lifelong friends, and someone I can always go to when I need a good wine recommendation and some discernment mm-hmm. from the Lord. <laughs> hey, Kaylee. Honestly, that's the highest compliment I could ever get. I think <laughs> someone being sought out for wine recs and for discernment. I'm yes, for confirmation. I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored that you're coming on this podcast. I'm so pumped and I can't wait for you to share with others what I've learned from you. Wow. I'm I'm just excited you're ha- you're doing a podcast. I would like to go on the record saying I encourage this to happen and the world needed this podcast. I was in the process of starting my own which we're mm-hmm. doing simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. I was like if I'm doing this, Ainsley should be doing this because <laughs> we're pretty much we're not the same person. We're different people, but we have yeah. we are very very similar. Yes. And I was like, if I'm if I'm doing this, the Lord's got to be calling Ainsley to it, and I'm going to make sure she's doing it. <laughs> and that's and the that funny thing, true. is that he was, but I wasn't he listening. Was. He was. I was not bad. listening until you said. I feel like you should start a podcast, and I was like, stop it right now, Kaylee. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> I was like, that okay, and- cool probably I knew I'd have like some accountability in my life because the number of Mm. times I'm like, I'm going to do this thing. I want to do this thing. And it just lands in this dream world shelf. (laughs) And Ainsley Britton is the one who takes the dream world shelf and is like, let's bring it to the people. (laughs) I'm like, well, we cannot let all this sit on the shelf. It's too good. Everyone needs to hear it. We need Kaylee's books and words and everything all out. I haven't actually thought so much about that. It's so funny because you would think during quarantine, I'd be like, great, this is the time to finish my book. Uh-huh. No, I haven't <laughs> felt like I'm supposed to do that at all. How weird is that? What? I had zero desire for it. Zero. Like I almost like the logical side of my brain is like, you should be doing this. You're about to have a child. Right. When else are you going to do this? But I just don't feel like I'm supposed to. How weird is that? That is weird. What do you feel like you're supposed to be doing right now? Like, what is uh, it? Are you resting I'm, hard? I'm resting hard. Yeah. I'm like, never in my life have I rested this hard because we we tour all the time. So for those of you who don't know, my husband, yep, does country music. Mm-hmm. And when when it was like, quick little bio about yourself, I was like, honestly, I never know how to explain this. Um, I just do so many different things that- yep. I don't even know what to put my finger on, but I've directed three of his music videos. Yeah. Three of his yeah. music videos. Which are incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this last one I'm really, really proud of because it was the first time I used actors and created a storyline and I was really just proud of it. Um, and it's so sweet and so precious. Love you like I used to. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but then this quarantine life happened. I think that's partly why I feel like this deep rest 
of like, I don't even feel like I'm supposed to be writing my book, but starting the podcast, I felt like a green light on interesting yeah. enough. Yes. I love but that you're starting one. My, my podcast sister over here. It's going to be coffee with Kaylee, right? Coffee with Kaylee. Yep. Yes. That, that brand came from Russell going on the road actually, mm-hmm. because he, I had to make coffee for myself once he was gone on radio tour <laughs> and it was a disaster. And so it kind of happened accidentally. And then uh, his fans really clung to it and made me mugs and shirts. And so I'm like, well, if it ain't broke. Because you are. would go live or you would go, you would film yeah, would like making your coffee, do stories. That's what it was. And, and then yeah, people were stories. like loving the stories. Yeah. And it's funny. You probably need to encourage me here because <laughs> I, when it became a thing is when I like stopped doing it. <laughs> like I, okay. Well, partially because he was home. I only really right. do it when I'm home. Alone. When he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's like someone to talk to and yeah. now we're just never apart. So that's a, that's a big part of it. The other part of it, I don't know. It's, there's a, there's a pressure or like, there's, there's so, I think I'm just so over, like, there's so many things I want to say. Right. And I'm like, how do I just pick the one thing to talk about today? Yeah. Like, I want to talk about relationships and I want to talk about this and I want to talk about dreams and I want to talk about. Yes. So I think that's why I like the podcast. Cause I'm like, this is going to be a longer form to do such things. Yes. And I, and I think that's the beauty of coffee with Kaylee is that it can take on so many different forms, whether that's a story, a podcast, actually in person, which we have done plenty of times. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's, that's awesome that it it can and does take on different avenues and um, structures that allow you to fully step into it and make it what it is, which is a gift to everyone who participates and especially me, which is why I thought of you very first whenever I was thinking of who I wanted on my podcast. Um, with it being called Wild Confidence, there is such a difficulty in finding, keeping, and sharing confidence in different areas. And one of the things that I have witnessed in your life is an incredible confidence when it comes to faith, when it comes to uh, seasons of waiting. And when it comes to hearing from the Lord, which wraps into faith, but yeah, that one specifically is, I think is, should be emphasized um, because I would come, you know, to you at times and be like, okay, I heard the, I heard the Lord say this, but can you just confirm? <laughs> <laughs> you and you'd be like, it's yeah. Ring the bell in your spirit. <laughs> yeah. It was just so funny. Cause I'd be like, okay, I had this dream. Kaylee, do you think that's for the Lord? And Kaylee's like, Yes, Ainsley, like if you just believe it, like step out into that faith because I felt like it was whenever you feel like it is, that's all you need. You know, that's, that's the Lord stirring in your heart. I think a lot more people have prophetic dreams than they realize. And I, it's been a journey for me to figure them out. And I, I think a big portion of it is I started journaling them years ago, probably like 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't always do it. Sometimes I forget, or I can't remember the dream or whatever, but because I would write them down, it then made sense later. Yep. Like I remember 
I used to have nightmares as a kid and um, I would always wonder what was like from God, what was from the enemy and what was all of that. And I, Russ and I were newly married and I prayed, I was like, God, I just want to know what's you. Like, how do I know? And that night I had a dream that he played um, the big like arena in Nashville. So this is 2013. This is very long before he's playing any arena of any kind. Yeah. And um, I hopped out of like this car service and I fish in a dead snake and I woke up and I was like, huh? <laughs> and I went back and I, I know that, that verse that says, when you pray for a fish, I won't give you a snake. So when you ask for Holy spirit, how much more will the father give good gifts to his, his children? Right. So I'm like, yeah. I know that, but I'm like, where are we going with this? So I went back to sleep and I was like, God, will you please interpret the stream? And this yeah. is the only time that's ever happened. Um, I pray for that all the time, but this is the only time that's happened. <laughs> and in the dream I told, I told in the next dream, I told Russ about the first dream and he said the same thing. He said, like when Jesus says, when you ask for a fish, um, he won't give you a snake. And in the dream I said, Oh, so when I have a nightmare, it's like the snake, but I, but I pray it dead. So it never happens. Wow. And I woke up. And it's still like, it makes more sense in my head than I'm able to communicate it. But I was like, oh, so even what feels like a nightmare isn't like the enemy attacking my dreams. It's God giving me insight into the enemy's plans wow. so I can pray and it doesn't happen. Wow. And it, it changed everything for me. And, and so even the, even the fish ones, right? So like, I'll have a dream about a baby name and then my friend will text me and be like, Hey, what do you think about this name? And I'm like, that's weird. It kind of rings a bell. And I look it up and I'm like, Oh, I had a dream about that name. Yeah. And I tell her the date and she's like, that's the day I found out I was pregnant. Wow. Similar to you having a dream yeah. about my child's name. Like <laughs> yeah. it all like, that's why I'm like, you have prophetic dreams. Like, even if they seem insignificant, they mean something. Like I, I just had a dream, a friend of mine, she was on, she had this necklace on. And it was from an ex in the dream. And mm -mm. I would like, it was affecting her dreams in the dream. And I was like, Hey, you have prophetic dreams. You need to take the necklace off. And so I woke up what? and I was like, that is so random. Like that, this means this has to mean nothing. Yeah. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to text her. And, and she was like, wait, what? I'm like actually spooked right now. And I was like, what? And she goes, I realized last month I was wearing a necklace my ex gave me. <gasps> what? And she's married and like all these other things. Right. And I guess her mom, she was wearing the one her mom gave her, but she was wearing one her ex gave her. And so I, I was like, all right, well, I feel like in the dream, I told you, you have prophetic dreams. You know that but like you do. And she was like, this is crazy. I have had dreams. Like, and then something happens like the dream. It's just like, but if it doesn't, it's not like this big sign. that's like, Hey, here's the prophetic dream. Like yeah. that seemed so insignificant, but to her, it was super significant. Yeah. I mean, even whenever I had a dream about your pregnancy, it was so fleeting. Like it was just like, Kaylee's pregnant. And that was the dream. That's honestly 
like when I didn't bring it to you immediately, I've waited a couple of days, which you should tune into her podcast whenever that episode comes out to hear that story because it's so fun. But um, I waited a few days to even tell you because it seemed like, okay, Kaylee's pregnant. And I just woke up and I was like, oh, I guess Kaylee's going to be pregnant soon. Like that was it. I'm so glad you told me. Little did you know, like my entire, like, am I going to try for babies was waiting on a confirmation dream on the same night that I had a dream mm-hmm. and it was you. It's insane. It's insane. How? But I think, I think that's like just the fundamentals of like, I didn't all of a sudden wake up understanding all my dreams and I'm still not there. Yeah. Like the fundamentals are just like, and like, then they just start to build on one another. And now I trust my, because God has like been building the story and like, I've been faithful with the little things. And sometimes I haven't, like, sometimes I've forgotten probably something I was supposed to tell someone, but yeah. I think that's, that's the start is like, God's not going to ask you to jump off a cliff immediately. You know, like it's yeah. just all baby steps. It's baby steps. Exactly. And one of the things that I um, started doing is whenever I was trying to discern whether they're prophetic or not, I would be like, okay, Lord, if it's prophetic, allow me to remember it the next day or have it re like pop up into my mind later in the day, basically bother me with the dream so much until I tell the person or until I write it down. So then I would wake up, I would forget I dreamt and I was like, okay, well, that dream was insignificant. I would wake up or I would wake up and I'd remember the dream and I would feel something with that person. Like, I'd be like, oh, I need to reach out to them. A simple thought. I need to reach out to them. Then it's prophetic. Yep. yep. You know, and that's I how that too, or like you wake up and you're like, I can't forget this one. And then you go yes. back to sleep and you wake up and you remember it again. You're like, I can't, I can't forget that one. You know, that happens yeah. to me a lot. But I also, I will do this disclaimer because I'm a dreamer. I'm really careful of what I watch. Yes. So I yes. like Russ and I were watching even there's, there's a distinction between like what I watch right before I go to sleep and something I can watch during the day. Like if I'm yep. going to watch a documentary about something real, I could do it during the day somewhat. Um, but like we were watching just the trailers for the Jeffrey Epstein, whatever madness that's disgusting. Um, just like the one minute like previews. Mm-hmm. And that night they were already in my dreams. Like I can't wow. watch, I can't watch like Game of Thrones or no, like, absolutely not. Yeah. Anything that's intense um, because it will permeate. And then I can't yep. discern what's God and what's not. Um, yeah. So I like, I watch like Gilmore Girls and like the most like light, fluffy things that are like, I'm like, we have enough real stress in the world. I don't yeah. need, like my like, palm sweat when I watch like something intense. I'm like, this is having a, a chemical reaction in my body. Yeah. Like, how do everyone's dealing with, I remember one of, um, someone we toured with, he was like, I've been having night terrors. I'm like, well, didn't you just start watching Game of Thrones? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yes, stop. Like, (laughs) no wonder you're having night terrors, like terrors. He was like, just in case I like wake up screaming on the bus and you're like, no, nothing is worth that. Nothing is worth embedding it into your subconscious like that. There's just things we were never built to witness. Like if you think of the things that were, custom to like we're numb to also watching like brutal murders right just like any action movie any whatever you're just like I see it I see it all the time 
But like, if that actually happened in front of you, it's traumatizing. Do we really think our brains can tell the difference? I don't know. Anyway, that's my disclaimer for guarding your hearts and minds, friends. I am going to agree and echo that. We watch The Office every night before mm-hmm. we go to bed. We're like Friends, New Girl. Yes, those kinds of shows. Because I can't. Yes. I like you. They will just enter my dreams, and it's bananas. I just can't. Yes. I can't do it. Same. Same. Hey, if you have enjoyed Wild Confidence Podcast so far, I have something even better. We have launched a Patreon where you can get bonus content, Enneagram extras, and exclusive live Q&As. Head to patreon.com forward slash wild confidence to join us and support the podcast so we can continue. So you are clearly very confident in you know your relationship with the lord and what he tells you whether it's for other people or through other people and i think that is something that i wish i would have learned sooner i wish i would have learned that in high school or in even i think i just kind of learned it in college but what do you think are some tools that help you sustain that or help you find that kind of confidence well uh, discernment is a really big one. And I think that also has to do with what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're consuming. Yeah. Um, because I feel the most discerning when I've been reading my Bible and I've been spending time with God. Like if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm watching garbage, I feel like the muddy waters are muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so discernment's a big one because there are going to be people, at least in my life, that are like, well, I heard God say this and I heard, and that's not what we're here to tell you to believe all the people who say that to you. Um, cause there are going to be people who are wrong in yeah. the church. I grew up to grew up in the number of moms who are like, God told me you're going to marry my son. And I'm oh. like, well, there's only one of me and I am not a Mormon. So yeah. I, one, like several of y'all are wrong. So, yeah. um, yeah, like you need, you need discernment. That's definitely a tool. That's necessary if like something in you feels um defensive is not discernment if 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 you feel defensive potentially someone is saying something correct and calling you out Mm -hmm. um but if you feel like a weight um and an uneasiness Mm -hmm. just proceed with caution um i remember we were in Mexico, no, Guatemala, on a missions trip, I was. And we went to this like Mayan burial temple site and people were making sacrifices. Um, and I I was, I don't know, 18, 19, maybe. And we walked past and for whatever reason, I said to the lady, I was like, why does it feel like someone is standing on my chest? Oof. And she was like, that's, that's discernment, that's oppression. And and I had never experienced it before. And I was like, I can't, I feel like I can't breathe. And um, at, we were in like a, a place that were like humans were sacrificed. And it was like a yeah. very dark place. And I could feel it spiritually, but I didn't know. I, I wasn't given the tools. I wasn't given like the equipment right? that like peace should guide you, you know, and um there was not a lot of peace in that place. It was beautiful. That's the weird thing. It's like, it was so beautiful. We're in nature. 
And I was like, I, I need to get out of here. And now looking back and like, all you have to do is say in Jesus name and you're good. Like, right. I, I didn't have all those tools. Um, I didn't really understand what authority was. And I think authority is what was really pivotal for me is same thing with those dreams of like what's good and what's evil. I would wake up and I would have a dream that someone was killed in a bar accident. And instead of being paralyzed by like that trauma of the dream, I would be like, no, I come against every weapon assignment against this life in Jesus mm-hmm. name. Yeah. And I speak life in Jesus name. Yep. And until I would feel that there was like a heaviness to that, that was like more of an urgency and not, not a darkness. It was like a, I don't know, like a responsibility almost. Right. I would just pray and pray and pray for specific things that came to mind. And then until I felt this peace and this like lift and I was like, okay. And then I would just go on with my day and I wouldn't like wear it, stress about it. And I remember one time I had this dream about a plane crashing and I like just wrote it down and it was like nothing. I thought nothing of it. And then, but I didn't, I remember I didn't pray over it. And Ross and I were coming back from Disney World actually on our like third anniversary or second. I don't know. And my brother at the time lived in Atlanta and he was like, Hey, take your time living, leaving Florida because a plane crashed on our highway and all of our interstates are like shut down. And I was like, this is weird. This feels like deja vu. And that's what usually like, if you have prophetic dreams, I think that's what deja vu is. Like you've dreamt it before it happened. And science doesn't really have an explanation for deja vu. They think it's your short-term overlapping your long-term memory, but there's no like real answer because I believe it's, you've dreamt it before it happens and there's no scientific explanation for that. Yeah. And um, so I looked in my thing two weeks earlier, I'd had that dream that a plane crashed on the highway. (sighs) And I was like, I immediately felt guilty because I was like, you told me that I could pray for these things that they wouldn't happen. And I like, I failed, you know, and it immediately, immediately God was just like, I didn't show you this. This was going to happen. I just wanted to remind you that it's real. Wow. And I was like, okay. All right. And I like, I didn't feel shame, you know, like, I don't, I don't remember specifically if people died or not. I don't, I don't know. And I don't really want to think about it, but yeah, um, yeah, like the tools of understanding you have authority Mm-hmm. and discernment I think are the two things that will just change the course of your life truly yeah. and and even if like let's you know no matter what happened with the plane the point of that whole thing was the Lord being able to speak to you and saying like this is real it's not your responsibility to like save people necessarily yeah like literally from death, but it's your responsibility yeah, yeah. to let me work through you and prepare them to meet me or in that kind of thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I love, I love that everyone has different gifts, right? So not everyone right. is going to have perfect dreams. I just don't know what it's like to not, you know, yeah. like it's like when I, I was a photographer for a very long time. And I remember when someone took a picture that was bad that I saw and I was like, how do you not know how to take a picture? Like, yeah. it's so like innate that I don't, I don't know what it's like to not, but right. Um, 
that's why I love dreams is I feel like it's really evangelical because oh. um yeah non-christians love talking about dreams and yeah. they believe in dreams and I just think it's such a sweet gift that I'm really thankful for because so many people were around are not Christians and to be able to have those conversations and be like, well, I believe it's God speaking to you and to have actual stories of, of that being true. Um, I've watched a lot of people who are into like the universe and yeah. crystals and all your Taurus signs. And I've just watched a lot of those people be like, whoa, this is interesting. Um, and so I'm just really grateful because I've, God spoke in dreams throughout the entire Bible and it's, it's such a medium for him to communicate with us. And I, I do think for those of you who think you don't have prophetic dreams, I still believe that God does speak to us in dreams and it gets so embedded in our subconscious that he helps like guide our lives that way. Like I've noticed. I've noticed making decisions being like, why does this feel good? Feel right. Mm. And then looking back and being like, Oh, I had a dream about this. And so I think that happens to a lot of people that we end up having a dream about something. And um, it guides us in like the direction he's leading us without us even yes. knowing it really. He, he doesn't that. get all the credit, like for all the things <laughs> he's doing that we don't even realize he's doing. One thousand percent. This is keyboard again. It's a theme. <laughs> I would agree, and I think it's funny. Like, I, and I think that's why I love journaling so much. I think journaling is such a huge tool to see God's movement in your life because it's things that can come to pass years later that you just felt right about, um, but didn't really have a path there or understand why, and then it happens, and you're like, "Oh my gosh! Like, what on earth?" Um, like, I, I don't. I don't know the path for me and Justin when it comes to children, but I think I knew that our Houston house was meant for a season with like our, my teenagers that I work with. Like, like it felt like the house in Houston was to me, like when the, when we moved in, the Lord was like, this is a safe space for your girls. And I was like, oh, kids, hopefully like, <laughs> you know, in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now that we're moving, we just went through actually and did what you and Russell did and wrote Bible verses on the beams of our, of our house yes. in Baton Rouge. And um, I wrote way more like child verses in this one. And it, those are the oh. ones that kind of came to me more. So I'm like very interested to see what will happen, but who knows, you know, I have no idea, but I just thought it was very interesting that in my Houston house, I kind of knew that it was for my teenagers and I would have my girls over a couple of times. And, um, I kind of just had that feeling that that's what it was for, even though I thought I was going to have kids in that house. I just, um, just one of those tools is, is journaling. Right. And remembering like, no, this house still served its purpose because it was a safe place for so many people. And, that's how I pray all my houses are, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, we just sold our house and, um, our, the house before this house, which I had Bible studies in, which you were in. Yes. Um, and so that was our Bible study pre children house. Apparently yeah. that's the theme. 
Yeah. Um, but I wrote, they were like, our realtor was like, can you write down like all the things you love about your home? And I was like, oh, I love that everyone felt welcome. I love that we housed yeah. people when they didn't have a place to go. And I love, I said all these things. And she replied, she's like, this is all very beautiful, but this would happen no matter what house you were in. I need more specifics on physical, this, like things. why you loved this specific house. And I'm like, yeah. oh, like how the kitchen flowed into the living room and up to the yeah. outside. Oh, okay. You know, and I'm like, that's true. It's like a house is, it's you guys, you know, like yeah. those girls were comfortable. And the same thing's going to be true in this next one. And like, I like to think of the people who get to live there after you. Yeah. And like the things, the spiritual things you've already like paved the way for in that house. I mean, like the number of prayers we had and marched around our wall in our old house, yes. we called it our Jericho wall. I love it. And I, I took, um, before you guys leave, you guys should do this. I took a chunk of paint off the wall and like uh-huh. you can, our contractor friend, you take like a little razor blade and you can cut yeah. just the top layer where the paint is and not like all the way through the drywall. Yeah. You still have to patch it. I mean, then you still have to paint it. But I yeah. was like, this is the wall. We walked around and prayed like a million prayers. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to frame this in our new house. And, and so we did, we, we took it and we patched it. And so we called it our Jericho wall. Now we have our Jericho Island. We walk around the island. <laughs> <laughs> and so cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I just loved like being able to keep, I was like, I can't keep the prayers. I mean, we we're living in the prayers, honestly. Right. So like, right. I guess we have kept them, but, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's like a sweet little reminder. Hey guys, I hope you have enjoyed this episode with Kaylee Dickerson. I know that I have learned so much from her and I cannot stop this conversation. So we're going to continue it next week. Come back for part two of our conversation with Kaylee Dickerson on Wild Confidence Podcast. See you there. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.